The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is happening, everyone? Happy Monday. Welcome to episode 87 of your favorite podcast, the Gordite Podcast. I am your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today, the title says it all. We're going to talk about inequality, but... When I say that word, what do you think of? I bet you inside we're going to talk about something completely different and put a whole new spin on what that word means and how the reality of our world plays into and intertwines with inequality. Inside, I think you're going to really enjoy what Scott and I chat about. As always, the Grower Die podcast brought to you by Revive Supplements. Use code Mahaley15 at checkout. Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout. Please leave us a five-star review. Leave a comment if you love us. I know we love you guys, and we can't wait to talk to you. I'll see you inside. So this is um, a topic that I, I was thinking about really, really, really in depth um, last night when we were at the house celebrating Ming's birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I've been really excited to talk about it. Um, it. I don't even know where it came to me from um, or kind of where the think tank come f- came from. But I want to talk about inequality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a uh, mid, I'm still going to call myself a mid 20 year old man. I'm not late 20s oh, yet. I'm getting the late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to consider myself still a mid 20 year old yeah. white man. Yep. Um, who I, um, from my dad, I've talked to you guys a ton about uh, what's your definition of success and who's chasing my definition of success and, you know, checking a lot of boxes. It's like, Oh my goodness, what can this guy tell me about inequality? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I've shared a little bit of my past with you guys, um, to where, you know, you know, I didn't really start like ahead. I I started ahead of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I didn't start ahead of like everyone though, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't born into this mat, like this affluent life. Yeah. I yeah, was born sure. into a very minimalistic life. Work hard, um, move, you know, bl- very blue collar. Yeah. Just work like, hard and go to school yeah. and get your job and go. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we were low end middle class yeah. and, but you know, our bills were still paid. Mm-hmm. We lived in a, in a, you know, good neighborhood. Yep. We were safe and yep. you know, all of that yep. stuff. So what, what am I going to discuss here with inequality? What can the fuck can I teach you guys about inequality when, you know, the cards have never been stacked that hard against me. I want to view this in an extremely broad scope mm-hmm. because commonly I think right now when, if someone says inequality, what, what do you think when, when someone says inequality, what the do first, you think? The of? first thing I go to is always race. Always, every single always time. It it's a be. social construct. That's yep. what we have to go to. Yep. And I think everyone here, when I said inequality at the beginning of this podcast, first thing they went to is race. Yeah. Depending on what we title this. Yeah. If it says inequality, inequality. they're going to think it's about race. They are. Yeah. They are. And I think that that's a good title for it because that's, you know, that's literally what we're talking about. But I want to go so much more broad than that because our scope is dwindled down to so many social constructs. I know Scott and I always sit here and talk to you guys about like, hey, like, try not to let the media sway you. Try not to let the media X, Y, Z. Well, I mean, we're victims of that, too, mm-hmm. because when we hear this word, that's what we think of. Humans are inherently unequal. It's kind of a consequence. Mm -hmm. I think consequence is good. It's a consequence of life. 
but it's a consequence of being a living organism as well, mm-hmm. right? A snail and a lion are not equal. Mm-hmm. A snail is very far down on the food chain and a lion is pretty fucking close to the top, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So inequality is something that happens everywhere. It's a balancing measure, if you will. Everything, there's a hierarchy um, of all living organisms. Mm-hmm. If you're someone listening to this podcast right now, congratulations. You are at the top of the hierarchy of the living organism. You are not a snail. You're not a fucking <laughs> snail. And you are above a lion as well, yep, which yep. is very fucking cool. So that right there, that's power. There's power that comes with that. There's a responsibility that comes with that. But within every ecosystem, it's very malleable. The hierarchy is very, very, very malleable, right? Right now, let's look at the jungle. Lions are the king of the jungle, right? Lions and hyenas, according to Lion King, have had this battle. They got beef for years. They got (laughs) fucking problems, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What if one day in 30 years, the hyenas are now the actual king of the jungle? Yeah. Is it likely? No. Is it reality? Well, it could be. Mm -hmm. Let's look at touchy subject. White men. Mm -hmm. White men in America are the top of the food chain. Mm -hmm. 30 years will we still be Mm. we don't know Mm -hmm. it is likely but it is also reality that that might not be the case Mm -hmm. you know especially with how big this push for equality across all is becoming Mm -hmm. is that good or bad i'm not sure we we're not really sure what's good and what's bad because everyone's perception is kind of what drives that reality of what's sure. good versus bad. Do you ever right? go back and think about that? Who made it's all the, yeah. the cuss words is like the thing. Oh, so who made the word fuck bad? Who, who said that this was bad? Yeah. Who said that this wasn't who a good deemed thing? It was like that. You can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. And that, isn't that fucking wild. I yeah. was thinking about that too. Yeah. But it's just about people's perception. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think, I think what's really tough for people is we are told our entire life. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. We're, we're like told what to we're, we're led to, into our beliefs. Typically by our parents. We're told by this our is, this is good. This is yeah. Bad. By our parents, by the environment of our school system, by whoever kind of has, um, you know, the most pull over you, if you will. Mm-hmm. But nothing is a set structure. This wasn't like predetermined. It's like when the world was created, however you want to, whatever your system of beliefs is about how the world was created, it wasn't just created like, all right, humans to the top, mm-hmm. lions number two, mm-hmm. sharks number three. Like, like it, it wasn't like that. That's the right? global ranking system. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's probably my top three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hippos are up there. I know, bear fucks people up, man. No, grizzly bears are yeah. high up there. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, it's like, like those are kind of, I mean, we probably just named like the top six and mm-hmm. someone's probably listening to this podcast far more educated on mm-hmm. environmentalist stuff that's going to correct us on that. But There's no set structure. It's just this is how things ended up. Humans, you know, evolve my, you know, my science says I really don't want to like belittle religion in this podcast. Yeah. Science says that humans evolved from something that was not very advanced into becoming something very advanced. Mm -hmm. Did you know why foods are spicy? Have I told you this? Why foods are spicy? Yeah. Have I ever told you about this? Was it an accident? I don't know. So foods are spicy because it's an adaptation to them not wanting to be eaten anymore (laughs) yeah so foods that are very spicy have evolved over time so at first society the people yeah didn't like spicy food probably i don't i don't know if there was spicy food i don't i don't don't, don't think there was it it would have had to have evolved so if it evolved someone ate something at one point yeah and was like 
This is hot. Why is this hot? So I think my understanding from the biological side of what happened is these foods were being eaten at such high clips, but Mm -hmm. they wanted to preserve and protect themselves within their ecosystem. Mm -hmm. They have a hierarchy within their ecosystem. Somehow, some way, kind of like how, you know, we used to have a tail. Now we don't fucking have a tail anymore. We just have a fucking tailbone that goes empty. Right. Yep. Kind of like that. They evolved into their seeds now contained a you know, whatever like spicy is, yeah. whatever makes something spicy. Yeah. Um, that was an evolution. That was a biological evolution mm-hmm. of that plant or whatever it is that is spicy mm-hmm. just to protect itself. Mm. So, you know, I, obviously it's way out of my pay grade to know, like, were there spicy foods at the beginning? There had to be an element of spice, right? I feel like there has to be. There had to be, but it's, it's, not like, like, it's like sour. Yeah. But it's not like that ghost happens. peppers were just like around at the beginning of time. <laughs> right. Forever. So forever. <laughs> Dinosaurs? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, some T-Rexes love themselves some ghost peppers. <laughs> but this is just how evolution kind of worked out. Humans evolved into being very intelligent creatures. And which God, even just saying that's kind of eye-opening because there's a lack, a huge lack of intelligence across a lot of fucking humans. Yeah. But but humans have evolved into being, you know, more intelligent creatures, just like Lions evolved to be the king of the jungle. Well, look, it's as simple as your grandparents don't know how to use a cell phone and you do. No idea. That's evolution. Yeah. That is evolution right there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it kind of sucks to say this, but fuck, man, in 50 years, whatever the fuck the little kids are using, we might not know how to use it. I remember saying the sentence to my mom. I was like, I hope I never become technology, technologically illiterate. I know. Same. It's going to fucking scare me. Same. And what's hard is like, man, I already kind of feel like I'm not very good with computer <laughs> shit, you know? You just have people do it for you. I'm like already there. <laughs> I know how to like email. <laughs> that's, that's all right. It's good enough. Fuck, I can email and program. That's, good <laughs> that's about it. But I want you to understand, nature doesn't work off of the constructs that we set. So the lions didn't just say that they were the king of the jungle. Grizzly bears didn't just say they're the most powerful mammal on earth. You know, all of those <clears> things. This was, you know, built upon horizontal, horizontal hierarchies. And what I mean by horizontal hierarchy is so, so for, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction, right? So for humans being almighty powerful on civilized land on earth, well, fuck, if we're thrown in the jungle, we're really far down mm-hmm. at that point, you know, with no resources, mm-hmm. a majority of us are really far down. If we're thrown into the ocean, like we're at the fucking bottom, mm-hmm. like we're going to die very soon mm-hmm. if, if we're thrown in the middle. So horizontal hierarchy is just everything has an you know opposite and equal reaction. Now you bring a fucking lion into the middle of like, if a lion was just dropped off in the neighborhood here yeah. in fucking Austin, Texas, yeah. Texas, where everyone's got fucking guns. Like someone's probably going to shoot and kill a lion. Probably. It's not going to last very long. Yep. Okay. So that's kind of what I mean by horizontal hierarchies. But then comprehensive ecosystems, every ecosystem, our ecosystem, the way that dogs live in an ecosystem as the dogs are watching us record this podcast, uh, everything's ecosystem is comprehensive to self, to itself. But all these ecosystems come together and like create one large thing. Right. So there's a fire, you know, in the northwest part of the country right now. S- somehow it got set on, you know, got set on fucking fire mm-hmm. and the fire keeps spreading. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's the opposite and equal reaction? Um, the air quality mm-hmm. is so bad you can't even go outside. I mean, mm-hmm. my clients aren't even like my clients who are living in that area, like checking in with me and it, like it's not good. Like yeah. things aren't happening, mm-hmm. you know, very well there. Yep. Um, you know, a. Ooh, I have a good one. Yep. A police officer unjustifiably kills a black man. Yep. What happens? Yep. What's the opposite nuclear reaction? Riots start happening. Mm-hmm. All right. Everything has this opposite equal reaction. Um, the, uh, uh, 
the the most um, the two coolest to me are bees and elephants. Okay. So you know, bees literally are why we have. I mean, they 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 keep the ecosystem of plants and living plants going. And, yeah, because they feed on flowering. And it's like transferring plants. all that shit. Yeah. yeah, and they allow so many other animals to have food, to have shelter, and to have whatever it might be mm-hmm. because of their role in the world mm-hmm. and in the ecosystem. Their small ecosystem mm-hmm. has. I mean, just as much impact as humans ecosystems. Yeah. And I mean, you can say bees and humans are really equal in this hierarchy of it, of, of their importance to the world. Sure. Right. Fuck, sure. Bees are probably more important because humans are ruining this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then an elephant, an elephant dies in the fucking jungle. And, you know, first all the big predators come in, they get mm-hmm. their share. Right. And then, you know, the birds come in, they get mm-hmm. their share. And then the slugs come in and the, the, um, the, the maggots come in mm-hmm. and, and the insects come in, they get their share and then it, it decomposes down into the earth and now mm-hmm. the earth is nourished from this elephant this one elephant that mm-hmm. died the entire ecosystem that it lives within is flourishing from its death mm-hmm. like that's wild yeah like that, that's, that's insane i mean that's fucking impact dude. yeah for sure so think about the consequence of life you remove the bees plants die the entire ecosystem would die essentially the earth we would have to hit a serious pivot in this earth. i don't think the earth could survive that's like the butterfly bees. effect like yeah. if you just went back in time and took the bees away what would change like it's, and yeah. you would think that you're most people are like bees what are you fucking who yeah why would that change anything yeah right but it's like what the butterfly effect is you kill a butterfly yep. in the past. It changes the future. Yeah. 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 And that wild. And so I, my, I remember we had, um, man, growing up, we had a, just a, it's just called a butterfly bush or shrub or plant, something like that. They would like, come. And, yeah. And they would like be so attracted to this. Yeah. It's like long, um, uh, like vertical flowers. Kind of like a hummingbird Really feeder. cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The so hummingbirds so would come. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so the butterflies would like come and, you know, pollinate it, get, you know, whatever they do. And my mom told me at a super young age that, hey, you can't kill a butterfly. Mm-hmm. It changes the future. Mm-hmm. She said, you don't know if that's good or bad. Yep. It's all oh, man. Yep, so yep. I don't fuck with butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> they're powerful. Sure, butterflies, sure. moths, they're powerful. <clears throat> what happens if the wolf population just dwindles? Well, deers would overpopulate. Deers overpopulate. There's an ecosystem that, you know, that would ruin. Their ecosystem would flourish. The opposite and equal reaction. Another one ruin. It's all a system of checks and balances. Everything that we do is connected and we all play our role. Okay. So we're a super small part to a whole and our world is like the ridiculously small part to the universe, which is exponential. And when I, I've I've talked to you guys about this before, I used to have um, like, I used to have troubles handling my anxieties and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of immature. I wasn't really trying to help myself. Mm -hmm. But as I came around to understanding kind of how to just navigate the world better. And I, I had a very enlightening moment one day of man, like, you know, the earth is really, 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 really tiny within our solar system. Mm -hmm. And our solar system is one really, 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 really tiny solar system within this massive galaxy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure most of you guys have seen at this point, um, like the uh, reality of how small the Earth is in the grand scheme of the universe. You know, I mean, yep. those things yep. are everywhere. It's yep. like video. They're, they're kind of cool. There's movies about it. I mean, yeah, there's fucking movies, there's yeah. documentaries, there's yeah. two minute YouTube videos. There's like all this shit Reddit. about, hey, the Earth's not really that Lines big. and lines of Reddit threads. <laughs> yeah, lines and lines and lines. Yeah. And man, like when you really break it down, like, man, you, you know, you have one problem and... Th- 
the problem is only as big as your perception allows it to be. So if you allow it to be a massive deal, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Mm -hmm. People around you start to suffer because of your one problem. Sure. Well, you don't want to pin that on other people. It's mm -hmm. not other people's fucking fault. Mm -hmm. But also what your problem is. And this small little tiny person, mm -hmm. uh, even me, a six foot, 270 pound person, my problem's so tiny mm -hmm. in the whole grand scheme of things. Yep. For me to be so fucking selfish as to think this problem is bad enough for me to demean other people's lives yeah. while I cope with it because yeah. I'm not able to control my shit. Yeah. When there's millions and millions and millions and millions and billions of people in the world and then, you know. Who knows what else is out there in the fucking galaxy mm -hmm. that, man, they would kill to have that be their biggest problem. Sure. <laughs> like, I, I read this last night. Yeah. I was taking the shit yep. and I was reading, Fuck I was yeah. scrolling through Instagram. That's a great place right? to fucking learn. And, <laughs> and I should have sent it to you. Yeah. I, should, I should try to find it, but I can yeah. sum it up pretty easily. It was just an Instagram picture and it was a couple words yeah. quote and it basically said and i hate using the word construct in a lot of things but says yeah. fear is a construct it is and you're talking about this in the perspective of that yeah. is in the same line fear is something you just make up it is right yeah. it's completely something you, you fabricate yeah because you've deemed it fear just like yeah. you've deemed it fair you've deemed the bad word the bad word yep so your fear is just some internal what would you call it? A dilemma, I guess. Yeah. That you might um, have with roadblock. a certain situation. Yeah. And it, some many times it hinders people from moving forward. Oh, a hundred percent. A really easy one for both of us to understand is well, like quitting your job and doing your own thing. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And there's great fear in that because, mm -hmm. you know, just as you said, you know, the blue collar mentality that we were both raised in is, Hey, you know, grow up, graduate, get a job, have that safety net. Right. Well, yeah. we're taking that fucking safety net and ripping it apart. Like we're, we're not yeah. having one. Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's interesting you say it because I've thought about this before and I really came around to it. Um, at an incredibly beneficial time in my life. Fear is 100% a construct. Mm -hmm. If there was never a movie or never a story mm -hmm. that was written about someone breaking into your house, mm -hmm. you would never fear anyone breaking into your house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it wasn't so pushed down our throats that find love, chase love. Yeah. Find a person, be with that person, create life with that person. Create everything with that person. That one person has to be the whole fucking world to you. I have something you might like. Yeah. This is funny. And yeah. this is, I think it's funny for our conversation, just knowing our dynamic. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Fear is the first thing you think about because you can't grab the apple because the apple's yeah. eaten by the devil. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that right? wild? So don't grab the wrong fruit. Yeah. Because you might be condemned. Yeah. And that's oh, immediate fear. Yeah. That, yeah that, that's immediate fear. Yep. But through fear, you gain control of people. Yep. So I'm not going to get started on the religious talk. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, thought that was, I thought that was interesting because in the beginning of beginning of time, yeah. of people, right, as, yeah. as it's stated, is I think at least as that you you better do this right yeah. or else you're wrong. Yeah, and it's bad or else something really bad's going to happen. And like if you if you think about it in that as in the aspect of the story of that's the very two first people in the whole world. Yeah, and whatever you believe, you know, that is on that's your thing, but. You, we started with fear right away, right away. The first emotion they would have experienced yep. as um, awakened human beings mm -hmm. would have been fear mm -hmm. because that would have been their reality. And let's, let's take religion out of it and go to the caveman with the dinosaurs. Like, yeah. You, just, you go outside, you might get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. There's literally things that are 20 times your size yeah. that somehow 
Like, like if you make one wrong move, you're gone. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fear is something 100%, you know, as Scott alluded to, this is something that kind of draws everyone to be more equal, right? If mm-hmm. we can get, I mean, it's happening right now. Yeah. Like there's still people that are terrified of a virus that has a 99% fucking, you know, live rate. What was the, I, can't <laughs> I, know? I don't remember. I don't remember what Brandon was telling us about like the football. Was it the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. COVID there were tests? like 40,000 tests administered and how many came back positive? Like, was it like less than 10? I thought it was less it than, it less less than 100. It, oh yeah. It was way less. It was less than 20 for sure. Really? It might've been less than 10. You're That's right. Crazy. I can't fucking remember. I was a little fucked up when he was telling me. About That's it. crazy. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. Yeah. But, but like, like the, the, the fear you can control people, you can make everyone equal if you can just scare them enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So being scared, love, man, why do we get so fucking shattered when people leave our life? Is it actually because we know that, you might never talk to that person again because, you know, you invested so much time and effort and, and emotion, you know, into something that didn't end up working out. Is that what we're sad about? Or are we sad about the notion that we're supposed to like have one? And this one person's supposed to encompass everything that we need. And you nearly trick yourself due to the social contracts of what's supposed to be right versus what's considered wrong. And I'm not saying that, you know, one way of relationships or anything's right versus wrong. I'm saying we're told it's shoved down our throat what we are supposed to do. And we failed at that mission within that one relationship with that person of what we were supposed to do. So do we get extremely heartbroken over the fact that we failed, which is our perception over the fact that that person just gone? But my view on it is you know fuck dude if it didn't work out then like there's a reason mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like if it's failing you don't want it to work out yeah so yeah. Yeah, if yeah, it yeah. would if if, if there's it, fear if there's anger if there's yeah then everything you don't want it to work out yeah i have like, this i have this number yeah what is it Fifty nine thousand tests Fifty nine thousand tests 10 10 positive dude this thing's gonna kill us all dude just just yep. watch news hey it's uh, athletes be, <laughs> <Yeah>. be healthy <laughs> see be fucking healthy and yeah. you're probably fucking okay yeah right so Your reality is shared amongst so many others. I don't say this to belittle the problems that you have. I don't say this to belittle the success that you have yielded. I don't say this to belittle myself. There's tens of thousands of people that have the exact same, that are in the same situation as I in terms of their perception of success, Mm -hmm. in terms of their perception of um, impact. Mm-hmm. In terms of their perception of um, financial security, mm-hmm. in terms of their perception of their friendships, mm-hmm. there's tens of thousands of other people who are in that same fucking boat, maybe millions. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of hard to sit here and be like, dude, I've talked about this before. And you know what's funny? Fucking everyone gets mad at me when I say this, except for you and fucking David, because I think even Steven and Tony get so mad when I say it. Yeah, I can't sit here and say it, I'm special. Yeah. Because so many other people are doing the same thing. Oh, just like, in a like Steven place. and Tony, like you are special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see, I get the argument. Yeah. I, but, but when so many people are sharing your same reality, like special to me would be like, you know, whatever your, whatever your, you're not unique. I'm like, yeah, it's not that supremely well, unique. Be- like Jeff Bezos is yeah. right. Like Joe Rogan's pretty fucking unique. Like, the, right? like I think the reason is because like the airplane world, yeah. I reference that a lot, but it did teach me a ton. Yeah. Those, all those dudes. Literally the first guy I met 
what did he make 50 million years yeah like he's about, about, about to buy a 10 million dollar airplane yeah and i was like this is cool this is crazy this nuts. is like one in a million this is nuts. and then i meet 10 oil executives and they're yeah. all homies and they're all yeah. shooting the shit with each other drinking whiskey at a yeah. hotel i'm like huh everyone's the goddamn same yeah. just with you know different different realities that yeah. we all live in yeah and how do we get to that final reality you know i i hope i'm not fucking close to my final reality i feel like sure. there's a lot more fucking left in the tank right some people's just start ahead mm-hmm. i mean all right. So, you know, you're born into the world. We don't get to fucking pick our parents, right? Yep, you're born into yep. the world and you're one of fucking Trump's kids. Mm-hmm. And Trump tells them at a really young age, hey, you guys got to get ready. You guys yeah. got to get ready because I'm going to hand off all these fucking businesses to yep, you. Yep. Your entire life is set up for one thing to run those fucking businesses that have already been established as multi-million dollar impactful companies. Yep. You are fucking born into a world with an oil tycoon. Mm-hmm. Hey, Son or daughter, listen, one <laughs> yeah. day you're going to run this $400 million fucking operation yep. and you better be a billion dollars and your entire life you're prepped. Or how about, that. how about the kids who are some of the guy in the Ozarks? Yeah. He, his grandfather yeah. owned a ton of land before it was developed. Yep. He gave just he gave it to him. Yeah. He, he was, he told him what to do. Rich as fuck. It. Rich as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So there are, you know, those people. There are things that they're born into. Yep. Right. And we can't fucking get mad about that. We yeah. can't, we can't be bitter about that. We can yeah. be, you don't fucking sit here. Don't ever fucking be around me and be like, well, you know, they had this. Well, LeBron, I mean, he's six, nine, 260 pounds. Mm-hmm. How many, I mean, I'm at the fucking, I'm at the grocery source, you know, the six, nine <laughs> dude back in my groceries. Like that could have been LeBron just as easily. That's a fact. Right. Yeah. Like, don't give me those lame ass fucking excuses because all that is, I mean, dude, it, it, again, it's like. I, I think this kind of draws back to the fear, um, but it, it's it's people's perception mixed with a little bit of fear. Man, some people are just so scared to live outside of where they're like, like where they start is where they finish. Yeah. A, a large majority of people where they start is where they finish. Yeah. There's not a ton, even in this, the, the, the world of capitalism that is our reality here in America. There's not a ton of upward mobility that people that people believe that they have yeah. when the reality is. Dude, if you just get really fucking good at a craft, mm-hmm. like supremely, supremely talented at one craft, yeah, then man, you can, you can, you know, you can mobilize upward very quickly. Mm-hmm. A couple examples, you know, your strength, you know, your, your strength is um, like programming, computer things. You're fucking like, incredible. I, like, I know how to take a fo- good, great photo. A fantastic but, photo. I have no, I can't take a worse, you can't find a worse photo than me, but God damn, I'm a good bodybuilding coach. Yeah. You know, like someone might be just supremely talented at cooking. Yep. So it just doesn't fucking make sense how yep. they're that good. Yeah. But man, they might have zero fucking social skills. Yep. Whereas, you know, we all know someone who is just so supremely gifted in terms of their social interactions and how they communicate with others, but they might suck at cooking. What's actually good and what's, you know, what's actually bad Uh, myself. I feel like I'm decent at having at at leading companies and leading individuals, right? You might see You might think that leading individuals sounds like the worst fucking job you could ever have ever. But I can guarantee you I couldn't walk a mile in your fucking shoes, mm-hmm. right? So you guys listen to the podcast. You guys support these things. And you guys might think, dude, Justin's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Justin can't do what you do. Mm-hmm. And and 
you know, the, I, I'm not going to say her not like I could. To me, it's like all the nurses that you, because yeah. there's a lot of nurses on the team. There's a lot of nurses on the team. And yeah. I've never seen anybody work as hard. You know, we have yeah, Megan no. Ashley. We get to see I more. Of a, I get to see more of a direct, you know, yeah. impact of how her life works. Absolutely. But I know you get to see much more with all the clients who are yeah. nurses. Yeah. And dude, that is wild. Yeah. To me. And, and like they care about people so in depth yep. and they're so intelligent with the way that, uh, you know, like, like just their line of work. There's so many things you have to know. You have yeah. to know like almost as much. This might offend some doctors. You might, you have to know almost as much as a doctor, but you have to be the front line for, caring. But for me, it's like they understand that they seem like nothing. Like you just work really hard. They yep. understand to work really hard. They're really good at time management. Yep. And like, aside from their, you know, educational experience is just vastly more important than this part. But I've just never seen anybody work harder. I know. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. And I, I want you guys to kind of think about this as well. I know there's a lot of things to think about inside of this. And again, I, you know, I, I want to t- touch on the inequality subject again, not to like demean anyone's problems or belittle anyone's anything, but I want you to be able to put this into yourself and understand, Oh fuck. You know, like, like I might not have been born in the best place. Born Let, in let, the let's best pull place. it back. Let's yeah. say you're born in yeah. Kenya. Yeah. You have no technology, nothing at all. Yeah. And you go to, what is that fucking little city in South Africa? Cape Town. Cape Town. Yeah. You go to Cape Town. Yeah. And you see a computer or yep. TV or something and you see like America. Yep. And you're like, what the fuck is that? What's, what's that? Yeah. And, and, yeah. Then, and now you realize, okay. Is, and then does that, does that person say this is unfair and complain? That's a good because question. it's, because it's, that's not fair. That's not equal. I doubt it. But you're born there. Yeah. And you're born with a place without a cell phone, without a computer yeah. in America, not just America. There's plenty of places with it, but without, with a lack of technology yeah. or do you, for the most part, it seems like those individuals, let's take some at professional athletes kind of realize I have to work really, really hard, really hard to get to the point I need yeah. to get. Well, th- that's what they do, right? Yeah. Like the professional athletes you're talking about, I think a lot of them understand, Oh, if I'm my only way out of here mm-hmm. is this. And so I'm going to give my entire life to this. What do I need to do to be great at this? Everything else is so sacrificeable right mm-hmm. now for me to have a better tomorrow and a better future for my family, to have a better future. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it all right here right now. And that's why I say, man, I don't think that Kenyan who goes to Cape, uh, Cape town and, you know, sees America and learns a little bit about America and, you know, X, Y, Z all the way through. I don't think that, that they feel a chip on their shoulder per se. No, I, this is more so coming. So I had, I had, um, uh, college teammates mm-hmm. who are from, let's see some Jamaica, I know Kenya, uh, you know, we, we had them from kind of everywhere Yeah, and all of their mentalities were vastly different than all of the Americans on the team. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they're coming at your neck. Yeah. Like they, they didn't come to university of Cincinnati from their hometown to not kick your fucking ass. They know they have something to lose. They have everything to lose. And us as a middle-class white yeah. American male. Exactly. We're just like, Meh. we saw that safety net. Yeah. Right. Like white males have this constant safety net. Yeah. And, um, so, so man, their mentality is admirable. At least the ones that I know, the ones that I interact with, which might be a small pool, sure. but it's still, I mean, it's probably a bigger pool than most, to be mm-hmm. quite frank. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's vastly different. It's more success focused. I have to yield success in something. It's and it's exactly what I was saying. They want to get really, really, really good at this one thing. Mm-hmm. And if you get really, 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 really good at this one thing, like Usain Bolt, mm-hmm. what does he do? He runs. He runs faster That's than all he anyone. Does. That's all he does. Yep. And 
Now he's impacted millions and millions of people, the entire youth from his entire country, youth from around the world to Mm -hmm. be like that, to be as good as him, Mm -hmm. to be as charismatic as him when he's performing, Mm -hmm. to be as uh, entertainment oriented as he is. Mm -hmm. He's impacted millions of people. He didn't come from shit. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a fucking documentary about him online. This very eye opening. Mm -hmm. Like the dude, the dude was was training on dirt tracks. Yeah. When he was like no becoming, shit, right? become one of, while he was becoming one of the best in the world. Then when he like became the best in the world, obviously, you know, he had more things available to him. Sure. Well, well coming with the best of the world, you get yeah. some financial stability yeah. and some yeah. financial benefit and opportunity. But then I'm sure he has a ton of scholarship funds oh, yeah. or nonprofit organizations yeah. he, and all that stuff to help people like himself oh, he has. to elevate. And like he pushes that's yeah. impact too. Yeah. So he, yeah. he gives them the resource. LeBron yeah. James does, you know, yeah. he built that school in Akron mm-hmm. as you know, a lot of people, I, I have firsthand experience from Akron, man. It's not, an, it's not a great place. Like it's not an extremely fucking nice place to live. Um, there, there's parts of Akron. I shouldn't generalize the entire place. There's parts of Akron that are great. Um, man, you know where he's from? It's a little rough. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to give people like, man, you know, if, if I wasn't the most gifted basketball player of all time, where would I be? Like, would I be on the streets? Well, he wants yeah. to make sure that the next person doesn't feel that. Yeah. Right. And I think that's very admirable, but I want you guys to think about this. The people you and we admire with the fame and the accolades who, whose lives just seem perfect. So on this podcast, I talk about LeBron James, talk about Patrick Mahomes, talk about um, Donald Trump, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. We talk about all those guys on this podcast because those five individuals are very um, relatable in terms of current world events. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're all at the forefront, right? Whether it's for good or bad, they're at the forefront. So all of these people. And they just have all of these things going for them or, you know, they handle things so well or the upward mobility is just unlimited, right? The, in, the inequality still lies within them, too. Maybe they would kill to have your connection to friends. Maybe they would kill to have their family members not try to use them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would kill to be more in tuned with reality. Mm-hmm. We have those things. Mm-hmm. We can be very in tune with reality. We can just show maybe they would just kill to be able to go to the grocery just store. Just to relax. Just yeah. to relax. Yeah. To go to the grocery store and not be recognized. Mm-hmm. To be able to make any sort of public appearance and live life like a normal fucking person. Yeah. They can't do that. Yeah. So inequality still exists there. There's things that they aren't allowed to do because, yeah, they reach such a high level of success within. I think there's also we all have our own perception of success, but there's also kind of a universal one as well. Yeah. Like, like money. You're super fucking rich. <laughs> you're incredibly impactful and you know you're changing the world yeah you know hopefully for the better yeah, right yeah that's I, I think everyone agrees that that's success sure and there's still inequality at that level okay it's not like they're fucking perfect so what do we do with these inequalities i believe and you know i'm not sure if i'm that good at it I just really started thinking super in depth about this topic last night, and I, I haven't done an extreme deep dive on myself with this yet. I think we should account for our gaps in equality by just celebrating like our personal uniqueness, the abilities, the talents, the environment, the friends. The th- what, what do you have? Let's focus on what you do have right in front of you over, you know, man, life would be great if this mm-hmm. life would be a hell of a lot cooler with that. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish my life was like that person's. Why? Why? You ever seen the meme? It's, I don't know if it's like considered a meme. Memes are just be like jokes. Yeah. But it's a picture. Yeah. And it's a guy on a bike. No, I'm sorry. It's a guy. It's a homeless guy. Yeah. 
Is it a homeless guy? Might be a guy on a bike. Let's call yeah. it a guy on a bike. Guy on a bike and looks to the right and there's a guy in a car. Yep. And he goes, man, I wish I had enough money for a car. Yeah. There's a guy in a car and he sees a Lamborghini. Yep. And man, I wish I had enough money for a Lamborghini. Yep. Lamborghini sees a helicopter. Man, I wish I had enough yep. money for a helicopter and so yeah. forth. Yeah. And it's just those people that what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Every step that, that they take these, you know, the, the, P, the dude in the Lambo is like, man, that guy's got shit figured out, right? Yeah. He's got to. No, but he's like, like, I want the helicopter. Yeah, but it's it's there's still an inequality gap in where in what his perception yes. of reality is yeah. versus what his perception of his um, you know success lies. Mm-hmm. Everyone has these things. I I tr- I truly 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 I don't think we should just accept the fact that some folks started further along or started better than us or maybe you know maybe they caught a break that we didn't. I really think that we should be in an eternal competition to grow as high into the hierarchy of life as we possibly can. Why would you not want to tilt the um, pendulum of inequality? Why would you not want to tilt it in your favor? Yeah. You can be on the side of inequality that, um, man, for lack of better words, is belittled by the inequality. Mm -hmm. Or you can be on the side of inequality that, you know, kind of serves self and mm-hmm. serves personal environment, which mm-hmm. would be like your friends, the you know p- employees, like people sure. around you. So, yep, yep. um, why would you not want to tilt that? You yeah. know, like don't you trust yourself enough with that? You know, yeah. with that power. Yeah. And again, I think this you know goes back to the fear word that we've kind of talked about a lot today. I think a lot of people just won't put themselves out there because so many folks. I mean, we're almost accustomed to just ending where you began. It's just comfort. It's yeah. It's just comfort. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's scary to take responsibility. Oh man. It's I mean, even, if it, even if it's a little bit yep. of a new responsibility, yep. I'm not sure it was scary to hire. You, you tell me this all the time. It was scary to hire your first assistant oh, coach. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also didn't work out. So <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, he was like, that, that, that was that hurdle you had to get through 100%. I, and, and I, I, I believe, I really think that this can be a place of beauty. I, th- I think that if we understand what full inequality is like I said, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're still you're the highest on the food chain in the world. Yeah, you're the highest on the food chain in all living organism that we, as very intellectually uh, evolved human beings, well, at least we think we're intellectually evolved. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not. Mm-hmm. Out of all the living molecules, cells in the universe that we know of, we're the highest on that whole fucking thing, mm-hmm. right? There's some sort of power with that. You weren't born a fucking llama, right? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did I come up with a llama? A llama. Fucking llamas, dude. Like, how'd I come up with You weren't that? born a porcupine. Yeah, a fucking porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not an armadillo. <laughs> I, would, I would expect a sheep overall. Yeah, I know. Jesus. I'm not sure. I was trying to think of something that was super you off the rip. You weren't born an alpaca. Yeah. I wanted something really That's off the funny. rip. I think I got it. Llama's yeah, pretty it. fucking good. People LOL at that, I hope. Yep. But I, I think that we can find beauty in this whole, you know, what's viewed as inequality and what maybe our construct of inequality is or what true reality of inequality is. Nobody's above humans. You're in fucking first place. The only chance that you needed to be ultimately powerful and ultimately successful in your own definition of success, which is being a human, right? Like I'm sure that everyone here has also seen like, um, that the number of like the, um, 
the chance that you had of being born a human oh, yeah. in 2020, like right now, it's like so fucking unbelievably it's like small. 10 trillion to one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, like, you know, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like we're not supposed yeah. to be here. Yeah. The fact that, you know, me and Scott are in this office in 2020 and this part of the evolution of what the world is is fucking mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's dope. Yeah. Like, man, fuck dude. I could have been born a hundred years earlier. Mm-hmm. And you know, my perception of reality and my, in what I would have done be so vastly different. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I still would have been good at what I do. Fuck. Hopefully I'm good at what I do now. So I'm just trying to fucking figure it out. <laughs> maybe 20, 50 Justin will tell us. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe I can look back at 30 years and know. but inequality will always thrive. It's always going to find its way. It's a system of checks and balances that we have. I'm not sure what, how, I'm not sure how to go about fixing the inequality gaps amongst humans, mm. amongst, well, you know, where do you look, right? Do we look at just white and black people? Well, yeah. what about everyone else that lives in America? Yeah. You know, do we look at just first world countries versus, you know, second tier countries versus third world countries. I mean, do you go as small as someone thinking they're not pretty, a woman not thinking they're yeah. not pretty yeah. and looking at a model and being like, I'm not pretty. Like how, I'm not how do we fix these things? Yeah. You know, I don't know. And I'm not here to like really discuss that because honestly, yeah. I'm just, uh, I, I'm just as ignorant as the next person on this shit. I don't have, um, you know, a lot of ideas about that way. But what I do know is we could and we should all be celebrated. I, I I might be just completely off base here. This might not be real whatsoever. And it might just be a, you know, naive, dumb 27 year old white male, uh, you know, who was born into a middle-class family talking. I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful that we have elements of inequality in the ecosystems and the Mm -hmm. environments of which we live, Mm -hmm. right? Everything, every responsibility with responsibility comes power. Mm-hmm. People are going to use power for good and bad. And, you know, every group within every ecosystem has its own power and ability. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to like fucking list out what they are. But, you know, if we're looking at humans, the race of humans, every race of humans has a power that others don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, it's funny. It's, 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 it's kind of like the uh, talk we were having with uh, Paul and Cameron there on the other day about like, so there's testosterone mm. and testosterone has this one, yeah. but then all of these have their own special power yep. that's better than testosterone mm-hmm. and they do other things worse than testosterone. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, this, this kind of the balance of life, it's yeah. kind of the balance of everywhere, yeah. right? There's some things that, you know, some f- groups of people do better than others. Um, tigers fucking hunt better than we do. Mm-hmm. Right. They hunt without weapons better than we sure, do. Right. Sure, sure. And, and I, I believe that inequality is beautiful. I believe it's something we should all embrace. I believe that we should kind of flip the script on how we're viewing. And, and I'm not talking this in terms of um, like race. Like we said at the beginning yeah, of the like, podcast, yeah. just how, how we're viewing our reality, how we're viewing our mobility, how we're viewing our responsibility and just how we're viewing what, how far we'll sacrifice or how much we'll do, you know, for personal success mm-hmm. or swinging, like I said, kind of swinging that pendulum of inequality in your favor. And, you know, especially in America and in other countries who kind of follow a capitalistic society, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people complain about it, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people really hate capitalism. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, you take, not away, fair. you take away capitalism, you take away all the jobs yeah. that, you know, are paying all of these fucking people. Yeah. And I know there's some people who like, you know, might disagree with that statement. Sure. 
The data's the data, dude, and it's pretty fucking hard. It's yeah. pretty fucking That could be a whole other podcast, though. It could be a whole other podcast. I'll be ready to venture down that one probably by 100. <laughs> maybe on and, 100 and, we'll Yeah, right. yeah maybe, maybe that's how we'll bring in 100 is a yeah. deep dive on capitalism. Yeah. That would be very interesting. But I think if you work hard enough and you truly put in enough effort to just be a good human being, have that karma constantly in your favor constantly use your battery pack for good constantly put out good good vibes good energy be a good fucking person that's all it takes and if you work hard i really think that you can tilt the inequality in your favor to control you and those that you care about the most i was add one more thing is just to always make sure you have voice always your voice it always you know voice yourself whatever like we were talking about earlier you can Make a living, make a life, whatever, off of anything. Yeah, absolutely. You're good, at, good at cooking. I mean, yep. obviously, great chefs make a yeah. very nice living. They yeah. employ a lot of people. They help. They grow the economy and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But nobody becomes good without sharing it. Yep, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It, self-made doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to take a team. It's yeah. going to take a fucking army. And you always need to be looking out for the people around you, too. I've seen some really talented people fuck over the wrong fucking people. And that was their opportunity. You know, that that person or the group or whatever, that would have been their opportunity mm-hmm. at on it, like a life full of riches, not, not just financial riches, like, yeah. you know, like a life of abundance mm-hmm. in all aspects. And fuck did I, again, like, isn't that kind of the goal here? Yeah. We want to have a life of abundance. We mm-hmm. want to live abundantly, abundantly mm-hmm. of, of love, of good energy, of health, of wealth, of great environment. And, and most people want to share that abundance. I, I, I do believe most people do want to share that abundance. Yeah. And, and what's a good, what's that kind of life if you're living exactly. alone? If you're only doing it alone, that's yeah. why I talk about, man, I need my whole team living on. Like, like, like if you, if you want to live on an Island in, in like Hawaii, yeah. right. But what if you're the only person on that fucking Island? Yeah. That's not really that fun. That I mean, you know, some people living here or some people listening to this might be like, dude, honestly, I would love that. That's fair. You know, for a majority of people, a lot of us are socially charged. Yeah. I'm a socially charged being. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah i have to have that social interaction to make like this all seem worth it right like all of the work yeah. has to seem worth it for me yeah and i think a lot of other i know you know my most successful friends they all kind of feel feel that way as well they kind of um you know they they're starting and still building with some a lot of the same people mm-hmm. uh, because they took such good care of them that's kind of how i tried structuring the business here right mm-hmm. it's like we're all gonna fucking start and build together mm-hmm. so I hope this podcast was somewhat enlightening for you. It's something I really wanted to talk about. I, I, like I said, I just, I thought about last night. I'm going to think about it more even after this podcast of the nature of inequality, the pendulum, how do we use it for good and bad? Ensuring that I'm only using it for good. I, you know, I don't want to use anything for bad, but you're listening to this. You're at the top of the food chain. The only chance you needed for a life of abundance is being put right there and you nailed it. So now you're here. What are we going to do with it? I think you're going to do pretty fucking well. Episode 87. We'll see you next time.